21st. Let's go. What's good? Backdoor cover. Tuesday night. Nobody's doing this back to back. Brad Key, what's happening? What's up, Michael? What's good, buddy? Oh, another day in paradise, baby. And guess who's back? You know exactly what it is. It's the Titan High Boys, Ilgars, and Peter the Irish Boy. (laughs) That was the worst introduction I've ever fucking got in my whole life. I love it, Peter the Irish Boy. That's new. I like that. It's a mix of boy and guy. I really really don't know what that's supposed to mean. My apologies. (laughs) Peter the Irish Guy. Let's go. All right. Welcome to Backdoor Cover. You didn't think we were going to record on Tuesday, but we did. And we're back. Let's go. <laughs> it's exciting. It's exciting stuff. We're recording this uh, at 7.30 on Tuesday night. Brad and I are drinking uh, box wine out of pint glasses. There's a lot of Bud Lights on the table, and we're about to get started. Uh, we're just thrilled to be joined by uh, these two gentlemen. And if you enjoy what you're about to hear, you should listen to me and El Gars break down the night it all went wrong for Tiger Woods. You remember this night. Thanksgiving evening, two thousand nine. Did you drop? Did you drop that? It, read it was dropped this morning. Yes, on Mind of Micah. Well, I can't believe I am. Um, unfortunately, I missed that, huh? Well, it's available. Yeah, you you were out with uh, yeah. strep throat, yeah, otherwise had, known to, as throat throat aids. Yes, yeah. Garza had to carry me. Elgar's, and uh, it was a wonderful dis- discussion, including uh, Gars talking about. How Tiger should have had a hoe phone. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I mean, how can you not have a hoe phone? Oh, you're talking about like, like a burner? There's a burner, a burner hoe phone? There's yeah. etiquette involved when look, you're going to be look, this kind of got, philanderer. You got, you got your regular phone, and then you got your hoe phone. Everyone that, knows that. This kind of sounds like you know a whole lot about, about, about hoe phones. Not personally. Okay, okay. okay. a guy you knew. A, a couple guys okay, I knew cool. back okay, in good. the day playing ball, they had several hoe phones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they was hoes. Yeah. Well... Tiger didn't, and it came back to bite him in the ass. And we talked all about it on Mind of Micah. So go check that out. Also on Mind of Micah, you can uh, listen to How Was Your Weekend with Bushin Friends. But let's talk uh, about the podcast. Brad and I did a podcast yesterday, uh, Backdoor Cover. We talked about some hoops, and we're going to start with some hoops tonight. The best place to uh, place wagers on your hoops, of course, mybookie.ag. Use promo code BDC, like Backdoor Cover. Get a deposit bonus. Now's the time. The Very finals nice. are coming. They're going to have all of the wagers you need, all the props. Uh, in fact, there's a game tonight, and uh, Milwaukee is a three-point favorite in Toronto. Home dogs will bark. Uh, we, will, we shall see. We're not going to talk too much about that because, obviously, we're recording this Tuesday. Nobody's going to listen to it until It literally Wednesday. just tipped, yeah. Game just tipped, but uh, I'm, I'll make a prediction. Yep. I like Toronto. Okay, home dogs barking. The home dog is barking. I, give me the points, but I'll take them straight up. I think we'll be tied 2-2. Brad, do you have any take, any pick here? Mm. You were saying Milwaukee wins. Yeah, I think I think Milwaukee wins because I think Siakam and Leonard, after both playing 52, 51 minutes each in double overtime last game, I think they're going to be a little worn out. I don't think that Milwaukee goes 19 from 69 from the field. They're starting five shot 19 for 60 fucking nine last nice. game. Nice. Not bad, but pretty Is- bad. Yeah, and not that, a basketball guy, <laughs> but I don't think that's good. That's no, not what you're looking for. Good. That's not what they call efficiency. That's, and that's the they still took him to double overtime. So All right, well, I don't see that happening we'll see. again. And Brad, and, you know, let's, uh, let's bet a sandwich on it. Friday's recording. Would you like that? Thundercloud subs. Sea cloud all day. Jalapeno let's, chips. We have just officially shook for those not able With to see. With jalapeno chips. Okay. okay. All right, moving on. Uh, let's talk about the game last night. The Warriors closed out the Blazers. In a uh, in a swift nut slapping four game sweep, one nineteen one seventeen overtime in uh, Portland. Uh, Durant did not play in the series. Did not matter. The Warriors have now won five straight without him. Uh, Curry was unbelievable the entire series. He put up thirty seven thirteen boards and eleven assists and a steal. Draymond Green also had a triple double eighteen fourteen and eleven. This is, I believe, the first time in NBA playoff history two players on the same team had both have uh, triple doubles. Wow, that's a great stuff. And I also saw that Curry had more points in a sweep than any player in the history of the NBA has ever had. Wow. Draymond also had three steals like and two blocks. And so, like, he locked down defense, too. Like, he was all over the court. The, the, the 2015 uh, Warriors are back. 
yeah. without KD and just fucking balling out of control. Yeah, so I remember I, I dropped a stat. I was like, they were 26 and four without KD. I was wrong. It's 30, 30 and one. Yeah, yeah it's now 30, 30 and one. Their last 31 games where Steph plays and Durant does not. So let me, let, me a, let me ask you this then. Is all this chatter about them being better without Durant, does that mean he's going to be gone next year because he's going to say, yes, he's longer? leaving? Yeah, I think Durant's they're not related. But no, we yeah, think he is absolutely. gone. Yeah, it doesn't. If anyone says that this is a knock on KD or his ability, they're just stupid because it's because it's not. KD is one of the best players in the NBA, one of the top three players in the NBA. However, every time I watch one of those games, one of those four games, it made it just makes you realize how good Draymond Green is. He's an unbelievable. He was, he basketball was playing player. That. So without Classic Durant, Dre. they're the best team they in the move league. Move the ball. Yeah. They if move they the ball. have Durant. They are unbeatable. Yes, that's the difference. Well, Draymond, you're right, though. Dre was on fire. And then Steph was just doing the things that he was showing what he can do that no player in the history of the NBA has ever done. The way that he stretches the four, the way the the way that he gets gravity towards him, the way he gets loose and fires threes from all over the court. You got to start doubling him at like half court. He's He's like a threat as soon as he he touches it. You can't. I, I don't know why, but he can't play this way. Like the shots that he's taking and making last night are Bad shots. Right. Uh, Paul George would certainly think they were bad shots. And so if you have Kevin Durant on your team, you can't take bad shots because you've got a great player. But it's more, I'll just, I think the Warriors are more fun to watch without KD. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely agree. They have to play team ball and they're really good at it and they're fun. It's a common sentiment. I think everybody agrees. It's just a more fun product. Yeah, it's a more fun product. It makes you just hate them a little bit less. That. You know that they're a lot not, less. Yeah, a lot less. That KD isn't out there on the court. I think all of that you can see it in all the players as well when they play. They actually seem to enjoy it more because they know they have to try a little bit harder than they're than they've been used to with KD on the floor. Draymond Green looked like a man possessed, Seriously. running up and down the court, blocking people, assists, points, and without KD, yeah, it's. I think they all kind of dial in a little bit harder. And um, yeah, it, it did shows. you know that Draymond's mom's uh, Instagram handle used to be Draymond? <laughs> why she changed that? Fantastic handle. Well, yeah, why would you change? I heard that? she changed it. I don't know. I just think that's hilarious. I'm sure it's so not available it's, anymore. So Dre, uh, Brad here. You, you're the real MVP. Forget Kevin Durant. This, uh, this wow. This note that Brad wrote here. Rip City's surplus of mid-sized white forwards with sick lettuce showed up. <laughs> Myers Leonard had 12 for 16 from the field, scoring 30 with 12 boards. Zach Collins had another 10 points. And can't play Cantor, even chipped in with six points, going three for four. Myers Leonard had 25 points at halftime. And like Jeff Van Gundy, they were just losing their fucking mind. That's a career high. He had never scored 25 points in a game in the NBA. Wow. Or, Including high school. Wow. Or in college. Really? In, in high, school? high school. They Are went we back sure to high school. That? That's what they said. Well, they uh, said he'd never scored 25 in an entire game do we know in college either. And he had 25 at half. Do we know what he did pregame? I, you know what? I'm not going to speculate. But <laughs> I, it's probably a lot like what you guys did before this podcast. Listen, you, we got lit. It's probably my favorite, um, my favorite nickname of any NBA team, Rip City. That's a pretty tight. Yeah. Jalen Rose was calling him a seven foot Justin Bieber. <laughs> so I don't even know what that means, but shouts to uh, Myers Leonard. He went for 30 and clean 25, but like he's put, the crowd is chanting his name and shit and people are losing their mind. Steph scored 25 in the first half too. It just yeah. like so easy without breaking a sweat. Yeah, He does that all the time. So the best part of this, he, he scored 30 points, had 12 boards and he was a plus minus negative seven. A minus seven That's while he's on the court. Like how, how is it even Sorry, possible? Can I tell you maybe the greatest statistic that I heard during, I think it was game one or game two of this Warriors-Portland series. So it's a Steph Curry stat that is outrageous. So Steph Curry hasn't missed a free throw in the fourth quarter or overtime in the playoffs since 2015. Yeah, he missed one last that. night. Did he? In he the did. Four, was it in the fourth? Oh, it was you the remember. fourth because the crowd like sort of did like, ah. <laughs> yeah, because it was like 81 so he, in a row Yeah, or it was something like, you know. Because didn't his brother heckling yeah, him about it? His brother fucked with him uh, in game really? one or I'm game two or something. The, the, the crowd like, knew what was going on. They knew he hadn't missed one so after like, that yeah, yeah, I think his brother whispered in his ear like, hey, you've made 70 in a row. Yeah, And then he clapped back like, I'm about to make 72. And he made two more. And he made, but he did miss one last night. So, so the streak is over, but the what a hell of a streak. Golden State, crazy. Golden State started someone named Alfonso McKinney, 
And if you click his link to his profile, it just returns page error. <laughs> like, that's yeah, how good they are. Where the fuck that's did this how guy come from? The Warriors have brought out a couple of guys. There's a, there's a big white guy on the bench that... I, I hope you're not talking about Bogut. No, it's not Bogut. It's... Do you know the other white guy? The, the uh, really Jared the blonde Co, guy. Maybe? Yeah, Jerem. Who yeah. the hell is he? Uh, he's like a f- professional wrestler. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there was an ass kicking. Uh, as Brad writes here... Shouts to you, Brad. Dame has Thank separated you. ribs. Uh, he was fucked up the entire series. CJ was killing it in the mid-range, but uh, they sucked. They, they, they had no chance compared to the Warriors just rolling threes. This really highlights... So the, the problem with mid-range game is that it's inefficient when you're playing against a high-octane three-point shooting team. And this just happens to be the best high-octane three-point shooting team. So like you're existed. sitting there blasting like low, mid mid percentage like two pointers and they're blasting like 35 foot threes that are counting for one and a half of what you're doing you just can't keep up man it's not efficient enough warriors now have nine days off to heal up before the uh before the finals oh, nine days nine days nine off days from today. Hell of a that's, time. that's a lot of time that's for a lot of time around. to kind of get rusty to be honest that's true too a lot not, of time for kevin those guys no. i mean yeah especially though when you have kevin durant and possibly boogie cousins yeah Coming back. What, is, there, what is the word that he may be back? That's the rumor. Okay. I mean, if you bring those two dudes back, oh, God. that's scary. Just gonna be stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's uh, what we have to look forward to. It's their fifth straight finals appearance, uh, the most since the uh, since the when, Celtics went for like when, 10 when is, in the uh, when is Swaggy P coming back? <laughs> Swaggy is a loser. This is the very anti-Swaggy P podcast. Really? Oh yeah, I fucking hate Swaggy. Swaggy's a fucking hack. Does anyone know where his current his current location? Well, he he got picked up for a ten day with Denver, and then they oh, just okay. cut him earlier this year. Swaggy's a fucking loser. Did you know that? Sw- <laughs> so, Swaggy, so you're not a Swaggy fan then? No. Did you know that since Swaggy came into the league, and I I don't know what it is last year because the Warriors won a lot of games, but no player in the NBA had lost more games. Than Swaggy P. <laughs> Every what? team he had ever been on was so fucking terrible. He's a cancer and a loser, and I hate him. And he sucks, and that's why he's not in the league anymore. Maybe we'll see him in the big three this summer. Coming to San Antonio, I saw yesterday. Dallas and San Antonio this he year. He light up the big three. He's though. got a nice stroke, man. No, I mean, he's he fucking makes, trash. He makes it from everywhere in the building. Even Garza knows how trash fucking Swaggy is. The best thing that ever happened to Swaggy was uh, when Gilbert Arenas put him on blast on Snapchat. You ever see that? No. Gilbert walked through his house. There, the video is somewhere. It's the Gilbert's it's like, a hero. First of it's all, it's like the three funniest minutes in the history of of comedy. Is Gilbert Arenas walking through Swaggy P's house? And it was right after he cheated on Iggy Azalea. Iggy Azalea. I can't talk because I knocked out the my fucking front tooth. <laughs> Karaoke. It was right after he cheated Ladies on. Oh my bad. He cheated on Iggy Azalea, and he has the word like Iggy and Swaggy like painted on his wall, and somehow Gilbert got like a paintbrush and just like scratched out, like covered the, the second G Y and goes, I G cause you got them. I G bitches. Now Iggy gone, <laughs> Iggy gone. And he walked up to his little kid and just grabbed the kid. Like his like three year old son, grabbed the kids, like little bicycle on with training wheels and threw it. And said, <laughs> Fuck your bike. Like I, we got to find this clip. Cause it's, it's well, the funniest thing up, you've though. ever seen. Arenas is, is merciless. He was, he was, one of well, my favorite players in the league when he was no really hot. No chill, Gill. And no what? No chill, Gill. Because <laughs> he has no chill at all. Yeah, he he liked to bring. He liked to come strapped to gamble yeah. pregame at the keep, at the. It's keeping him real, dog. At the uh, facility. It's keeping him real. <laughs> yeah, here it is on YouTube. Gilbert Arena sneaks into Nick Young's house and clowns him over losing Nick Azalea. This is the greatest video ever. We'll we'll send it out to the squad later. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, you can just hear Gilbert talking shit. Shows up to the house. We need answers as to why he's cheating all the time. No, this isn't very good audio. We'll get to it later. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to the Trust me, we'll send this out. That sounds real depressing. Yeah. Is he picking on children in that video? Yeah, all right. He walks into to Swaggy's house, and as Swaggy's little kid is there, he's just like, why are you broke? It's funny. Shouts <laughs> to Gilbert. All right, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, anyway, uh, nine days off before we, we get to the finals. Guys, guess what? Well, it's, it's about that time. It's what time, time is it? for tie. Wait, tight? Yes, it's tight. And height. <laughs> <laughs> 
You can't. Tight and height? Tight and height? Look, man, I got hit in the mouth with, with a microphone. I lost my front tooth. I can't talk. Okay. Let me wait. Hang on. Let me let me play this segment in with a little music here. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's time for Tight and High, America's favorite baseball segment. That's right. Featuring El Gars and Peter the Irish guy. Gars, take it away. Tight and High Boys back. Yes, sir. Peter, glad you're, glad you're back with us this week. We missed you last week. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I was um, <clears throat> a little on the weather. Uh, we won't go into what happened, but yeah. It's okay, we don't need to. Okay. We don't need to. So kicking it off, yeah. Wednesday Night Baseball. Who we got? I, wait, before you guys go, yeah. Pete, you should know, Garza stood up and was like, we're not doing Chain of the Week without Pete. You see, that's the, that's the kind of partner I want. That's bro love right there. That's bro love but right there. you know, there. I asked him, I go, did you, hey, did you listen to the... To the podcast we did last week without yeah. you? He goes, no, I haven't listened to it. I mean, come on. Narcissist. Listen, if I was busy. On, I, was, I, yeah. I was sick. I had, yeah, had a lot of things to, you know, catch up on. And this podcast. It, I abstained from Chain of the Week because okay. you weren't here. Yeah, that's, that's right. I, well, I thought I'd tell you because I knew you weren't going to listen. Well, to thank you very much. Right. I'm, I'm glad you did. That's what you want in a partner. Um, and it just, our, our Chain of the Week that we have coming later in the segment is, it's a big time one. Truly time lit. We're excited about it. Let's go. So a little Wednesday night baseball preview. Yeah. We got the Atlanta Braves versus San Francisco Giants. Yeah, Brave Giants. It's not exactly the um, you know the all star big time big name Wednesday night baseball that you know normally they have. But uh, I think what happened as well with ESPN, they they don't have a nationally te- televised Wednesday night game tomorrow night due to the fact that the Warriors beat the piss out of. Uh, out of the Trailblazers, <clears throat> so they were expecting probably mm. Game Five to be going on. However, they do have an ESPN Plus game, Braves at um, at Giants. So Garza, tell us about the Braves, the team that you have the biggest heart on for outside of the Astros, right? It, now. It's actually a mid range boner, <laughs> mid range, okay, full full rock hard boner is for Any the Astros. Fish. Okay, okay. Yeah, all right. Um, the mid range boner is the Braves. Yeah, like I, I mean, if you heard me speak before, Titan High, we uh, Braves. 2022 World Series champs, Micah. That's your prediction. That's my prediction. I made it last week. It's you didn't been on, listen. He's been on the record for years. You didn't listen, okay. so you wouldn't know. No, okay. I mean, they're just I love young, that prediction, though. Young studs everywhere. Cunha, Albies, Riley, the new third baseman. They got yeah. stepping in. Freeman, not a young... I mean, he's still pretty young. Yeah, he's that veteran presence that they need there. Dansby Swanson, shout out. Vanderbilt kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Alumni, what's up? Yeah, um, yeah they, I mean, they got the best young talent in the league, and I imagine this team be getting better. Tell yeah. me a little bit about the Giants, Peter. Yeah, so the G-Men. Uh, G-Men, there's not a whole lot going on with the San Francisco <laughs> Giants, unfortunately, this season. You know, normally Buster Posey and, and the crew down there, they, 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 can, they can put up some numbers and they, they like to be in the division uh, with uh, not a whole lot to go in the season. But, yeah, not a whole lot to write home about. In fact, the only player in <laughs> the great. team, they only have one player in the team who has a war... So wins above replacement in the positive. So Pablo Sandoval is the only player in the positive in terms of war, which means every single good. no, every single other player on the team is replaceable. Is replaceable, and like you, there, you could probably put anyone else in there, and they would do better. Right. The, right. Uh, it, basically, every other player is below average. Below zero point zero. They're losing below you. Game. They're losing you games. Pace. Every <laughs> other play, outfield player on the team. Outside of Pablo Sandoval, who isn't the slimmest or trimmest or quickest uh, baseball player Kung we've ever Fu seen. Panda. Kung Fu Panda. Quite yeah. fat. You know, you know who's still paying the I mean, the bulk, I didn't want to go there, but yeah. The bulk of his salary. Is it the Boston Red Sox? Boston Red Boston Sox. Boston Red Sox. So the, he's, so, he's so bad that they're paying him not to be there. Exactly. They paid him, I want to say they still owed him... $49 million, something like that? Yeah, an outrageous number. Just to go away. That's an outrageous number. Then the, probably the other biggest thing going on with the Giants right now is where is Madison Bumgarner going to be pitching come post-All-Star break? Um, he's really the he's the big arm, the veteran arm, who's obviously, as we all know, had an unbelievable postseason a couple of years ago. A couple, every year. Yeah, he every is, year. He's, he's a the postseason, best postseason right? pitcher He really is. In the game. He's one of the best ever. Uh, remember, he closed out the World Series Game 7. Oh, he pitched the last, like, four just. innings after pitching the night before. Talk about flexing nuts. Yeah, absolute flexing nuts. Um, so, yeah, the biggest thing with him is where is he going? I think the interesting thing with in terms of where he's, where he's going is in his contract, he actually has... So there's eight teams in his contract, Brad, that he 
uh, that he has a no trade clause. So he's a no trade clause for eight teams. All the eight teams are, in fact, all contenders in the league. So you have the Boston Red Sox, the New York Yankees, the Wait, Houston he Astros. he negotiated this into his contract yeah. that he could not be traded to the good team? Oh, yeah. no, and, well, well, no, well, no, it's, not, it's not that you cannot be traded. He has a first say, right? He has first say. So why wouldn't he want to do that? The reason that you want that is because just in case, let's say the only teams he's going to be traded to mm-hmm. are one of the top contenders, right? The eight contenders. Because they're trying to find that thing that pushes him exactly. over to real contention. And maybe he wants to stay in San Francisco. Maybe he just wants to keep earning his money and he likes San Francisco and he doesn't want to uproot his family and he wants to hang around and pitch there and see what happens. I found basically, a picture of this Sandoval guy. Him. He looks like a toad. <laughs> he yeah, does. His, his nickname is Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, that's, oh, like not, that. that's not the most... Um, that's his that's nickname. That's not the best picture I've ever Round seen of him. Like but Kung yeah. Fu Panda. But yeah, so um, yeah, Madison Bumgarner, he can, he can uh, you know, veto any trade to the top eight teams. And uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, if the Yankees come knocking, he uh, he, he hears what we have to say because I'd love him on on our roster. Another left on, left <coughs> left handed pitcher from in the pen. So. Do you know off the top of your head how old he is? Baumgartner's. Like I he's don't. Been he's, for a minute, he, right? yeah, he's got to be mid thirties. Yeah, no, no, he's not that old. He's probably, you don't he, think so? I bet he's probably thirty two. He's been okay. good for a long while. At least. Yeah, he, I, he he seems like he's thirty two to thirty four ish kind of age but yeah this is how we do it on the back door we like to just kind of guess general areas <laughs> yeah i mean we'll, we'll give you an area yeah Garza, are you looking that up yeah i'm looking it up right now did you get an age on him i mean the long hair the 29 years old wow oh. 29 years old so yeah we were way off born, born uh in 89 yeah so there you go the yanks you make make a move kershaw's 31 so there you go Two years that's ago. it yeah wait but pitchers age faster than the rest of the typical players right oh, you throw false. your arm out no. faster, false. right no, the Bartolo Colon. Yeah, it? if you you can you can learn how to pitch with uh-huh. your big stuff. Like good, once your once your shoulders wore out, you can still figure out how to be tricky or whatever. Exactly. The good the good pitchers figure out how to pitch okay. without throwing ninety six. So what? Like how old do the really good pitchers usually go? Like I know. I mean, mid to late. You can 30s. go. Yeah, you can go the thirty seven. I know Clemens went deep, He was juicing for about. I mean, not a lot of the not a lot of the guys pitch past the age of thirty five, but. You can pitch, yeah. You can pitch into your. So it makes sense why they would, they would splurge on Bumgarner if, if he's got six good yeah. years left. Like, oh no, he's plenty. He has plenty of good <clears throat> good games left in him. Plenty of good postseason games left in him. Um, and you always need left-handed uh, pitchers who mm-hmm. know what they're doing in the postseason. So yeah, I'd love to see him uh, on the Yankees. So the next thing we're going to talk about uh, is the New York Mets. Being the New York Mets. Just the most Mets thing ever. It's probably the most Mets injury I think uh, you could ever, you have ever come across. In the, in the news right now, Jonas Cespedes, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, one of the Mets, Mets outfielder, absolute beast of a Just bat. Beast Cuban. Loves hitting mash, massive home runs. And, uh, He's on the IR right now with what's wrong with him, Garza? He was already on the IR. Yeah, with I think it was some shoulder injury or some shit. No, was it not his? Was it not his ankles? He was. It was. He had an ankle injury. No, 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 no. He wasn't nursing an ankle injury already. Okay. He was on. Fuck. Usually, if it's baseball players, they're shooting themselves in the eye with a rubber band or something. <laughs> That's not what happened here? No, but we will get to some of the greatest baseball injuries yes, that we've ever come up. across post, post this discussion. But, yeah, Cespedes was on IOR. He was rehabbing IOR from his um, farm slash ranch, which is uh, near the Mets um, preseason facility where in Port St. Lucia. Port St. Lucia, yeah. yeah it so, right so it's down in Port St. Lucia. It, so it's quote-unquote a violent fall <laughs> okay. where he has multiple fractures in his ankle. God, so while on... Ooh, look yeah. at that chain, oh, yeah. though. Oh, oh, oh yeah, Cespedes he's, is a... He's a, a big contender for, big for, cow uh, for cow guy. But, yeah, so he... Um, unfortunately, he... Uh, while rehabbing his injury, he jumped in a hole or something, mm. and he f- has multiple fractures in his ankle. If his chain just swung the wrong way, it might break your leg. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, a strong ghost could cause some damage to uh, to any body part with that chain. Oh, right no, you're, you're right. Yeah, he, it was he, his ankle, right? He uh, Last year, he underwent surgery to remove calcifications from both heels. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he was, he yeah, was, from both heels. Both heels. Yeah. So, oh, that's what you're talking about. That's broke, why when I said ankles, both ankles, yeah. yeah. He removed calcifications from both heels. So he was already already nursing uh, 
feet, foot injuries. So and yeah, so foot and mouth injuries, and now he has uh, he has broken uh, in multiple places one of those ankles. That leads us into talking about some of the uh, baseball players are renowned for some of the most ridiculous fucking injuries at all levels. At all, all levels, levels starting in middle school. Yeah, it just ridiculous, and there's there's a lot of downtime. There's a little, you know, a lot of things happen in the clubhouse. A lot of slab digging. Yeah, a lot of slab so digging. Much. So much. Uh, and so, yeah, these are our three of our favorite, uh, most ridiculous baseball injuries. Um, the first is Trevor Bauer, pitcher for, who's pitching great this year, actually pitcher for the Cleveland Indians. He, in 2016, he, uh, he he's a lover of drones, nerd. Uh, so, yeah, he loves his drones, big time nerd. Are you talking about dragons? No, we're not talking about fucking dragons again. Okay, sorry. No, Game, of Thrones, nerd, is, Game of Thrones is over. Not Game of Thrones, drones. No. I guarantee he's in the Game of Nerds. Yeah, he's too. a Game of Nerds. So he likes the little flying things that have yeah. cameras on them. Yes. He's a real nerd. Absolute big okay. time nerd. And so he flew one of these drones into his own hand. Oh, God. And he required stitches in this hand. So, and then during the 2016, game three of the 2016 ALCS, the stitches came apart and broke and his hand was covered in blood and he actually had to be taken out of the game. Eventually, I Google image searched him, and there's a bunch of pictures of him with like cameras on his on his head, like strapped to his head. Yeah, nerd. He looks like a real peeper. Yeah, he's a nerd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so, no two ways about it. My my favorite was uh, Jason Isringhausen, another Met. Yeah, another <laughs> Met. Stay hot. Uh, stabbed himself in the leg <laughs> while trying to open the plastic packaging for. The club, car lock. You guys remember that? Yes. Remember you locked your steering wheel. The club. You need that in New York. But you probably probably do. Yeah, especially right. So he had the package like laid out on his thigh, and he's trying to open it. So he's stabbing with a knife, stabs himself in the leg. Jesus Christ! Later on that year, punches a trash can, breaks his hand, and then a couple months later contracts tuberculosis. Ooh, Uh, in his hand. I guess I don't know. I think it's through, I, I think it's throughout your body. I think I think it was probably the big it was from someone else on the mats. Yeah, it yeah. was probably it was a mats. It was a mats related injury. You think he took like a hundred dollar club and like threw it on his hundred thousand dollar, two hundred thousand uh, dollar Benzo or whatever? Listen, fuck he's when, driving. While, while stabbing himself, yeah. Yeah. when you have to park in Shea Stadium. You never know what's going to happen. So you know, you take your life into your own hands parking around there. So I don't blame him. And then the last but one, not least, last but not least, Joel Zumaya, the flamethrower, Joel Zumaya, uh, he actually missed the 2006 ALCS after he injured his wrist playing, Brad, playing? No, tell me. Guitar Hero. Oh, boy. <laughs> he got a carpal tunnel or what? He I got a nerd button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nerd, nerd, nerd. He Was got, he just stroking too hard? He got something. I don't know what he got. He got nerd injury of the wrist. So... When I when you type in baseball players injuries, yeah, there's a list on MLB.com of strange but true baseball's most bizarre injuries, including, uh, and I've just quickly looked at this list. There's one Clint Barmes who okay who uh, played for the Rockies in 2005. Yeah, he fell and broke his collarbone while trying to carry a package of deer meat given to him by <laughs> teammate Todd Helton. They enjoyed the deer meat so much that Helton gave him some to take home. The injury caused surgery, and Barms miss, Barmes missed uh, three months. If that's not a baseball injury, I don't know what. And is. then there, here's one from 2004 where Sammy Sammy Sosa. Oh boy. Sneezed so hard that he sprained a ligament. <laughs> oh, that that yeah. makes total sense. Yeah, yeah I mean, he was in, he was in the middle of a mind. big cycle. <laughs> Two violent yeah. sneezes yeah. apparently caused by back spasms. You know how much power is going into those I mean, sneezes? His, his lat punctures his, his yeah, lung his or something. His sneeze broke a hole in the wall. Yeah. Okay, there's two other really good ones here. Here's... Uh, 2002, Marty Cordova, who played for the Orioles, had an unfortunate run-in with a tanning bed. To be exact, the former Rookie of the Year fell asleep in one and sunburned his face. Doctors told Cordova he should stay out of the sun as much as possible while the burn healed, <laughs> so he had to miss a few day games. Should have worn a mask. And then yeah. uh, one from 1994, Steve Sparks for the Brewers. Uh, one of the classic feats associated with the strong man is tearing a telephone book in half. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sparks decided to try that out himself during spring training when he was a 28-year-old knuckleballer who had not yet pitched in the majors. His journey Smart. was delayed when he dislocated his left shoulder trying to oh, rip apart the phone book. 
Sparks officially uh, eventually did make it to the big leagues, and he pitched nine seasons. But what, was, what was the year that happened? 94? Oh, 94. He was mid-cycle. He was cycling yeah. so yeah. fucking hard. Yeah. Throwing knuckleballs, just super yoked. Yeah, throwing <laughs> 96 so, mile hour knuckleballs. That's how fucking juice baseball was back God, in the day. I His forearms. Miss I miss it so much. Yeah. Oh, my God. People even, talk about steroid air. Like, even fucking knuckleballers were juiced to the gills. Like, that guy didn't have, <laughs> You could be 400 pounds. Tim Wakefield pitched in the big leagues till he was like 55. And yet knuckleballers are tearing their shit. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Nothing's better. All right, well, uh, next thing we have on our agenda here is talking about how much the Marlins stink. Update, update. <laughs> Marlins still stink. Yeah, it's pretty incredible what's going on down there. Um, Derek Cheater, who, one of my heroes, being a Yankees fan, he isn't, exa- he isn't exactly drowning himself in glory down in, uh, down in Miami. I think it's it's pretty funny. As Brad um, made a joke yesterday, uh, Brad, you want to tell the joke or no, do you want you, me? Please deliver it. Brad's joke yesterday, which was obviously fantastic, was you know Derek Jeter is known as everyone knows to be a bit of a ladies' man. Mm. He loves his ladies. Minka Minka Kelly, his uh, his wife is yes. Please, I'll have another beer. Uh, Minka Kelly's wife, absolutely gorgeous. But before he got tied down, he was known. F- to gifting gift baskets. Legend. Yeah, absolutely legend. legend. Leaving gift baskets for all of his uh, lovely ladies. Well, that they would, he they would, wouldn't leave them for him, so they, the, he would have a car, oh, up, well. a black yeah. car, come pick them up. Oh, wow. And the, the, the gift morning, basket was the gap, the gift basket was in the black car. Absolutely incredible. So they, they hop in the black car, and there's a, a Derek Jeter, and it was like, Derek Jeter signed memorabilia. Oh, Correct wow. me if I'm wrong. This is at when they're leaving his apartment. Yeah. The next oh, day. Yeah. This, this is the next post. Day. Yeah. This, is, this is post slam session. Fucking legend side, and he's status like, hey, right there. Uh, go out there and be somebody. Well, know, and, and so and take all this swag with you. So Brad made the joke yesterday and he said, I hope that God Jeter is gifting his players uh, these gift boxes because my God, he is fucking them royally. <laughs> Which I thought was a yeah, fantastic, yeah, yeah. was a fantastic joke. He's, he's really making me blush. Fans. Yeah. Uh, he better have 50,000 yeah. of these because the people in Miami. You think you should get a gift basket with a ticket? Yes. Yeah, I kind of like mean, that I'm idea. I'm sure they're fucking giving away tickets in Miami. No, they are. Yeah. I mean, if you uh, that stadium's never had more than like 400 That's people true. in it no since they opened yeah. it. But Actually, I remember speaking of shitty teams and giving away tickets. I remember going to a Mets game uh, when we were living up in Connecticut and in the old Shea Stadium. And the deal for the Mets was there was, there was so few people going to the game. If he brought an empty Pepsi bottle... To the to the f- turnstiles, you got in. That's it. Just yep. an empty. empty Pepsi bottle. Any kind of empty Pepsi bottle, you got in. Not even a canned good. Drink. No, no, no. Yeah, it could be empty. Yeah. People were paying more than that to come see you in Grand Prairie in 2010. That's, yeah, they definitely barely. Were Not much more than that. Yeah, barely, maybe. <laughs> it might have. It might still have have to had uh, Pepsi in it at the time, but so to yeah, charity. And the other thing, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, well, I was gonna say they're on pace to lose. 114 games, wow, which means God. they're in the 120 loss realm, wow. right? And yeah. I saw a quote the other day. It was, it was Don Mattingly. Donnie Baseball, you think he came out of fucking retirement to deal with this it's bullshit? All, and it, it makes you feel bad that someone like him has to deal with this. All, the quote was... And has to attach his name to yeah. a team like this. The quote was, I thought we would be better than this. <laughs> <laughs> if that's well, not disappointment at its finest, I don't know what is. Well, you know what? You know why he thought he could be he was he could be better than them. I think but he's probably three years ago. he's probably going home thinking about well, what might have been. And the players that were on the Miami Marlins roster at one point in the last few years, I mean, they had an all star lineup, and it's just disappointing to kind of I mean run through the list. So I we'll talk start about them all the time, right? We'll start at the top. You got. You got uh, Christian Yelich. Yelich. Yelich was with the Marlins. Unbelievable. Three years ago. Traded for who? Four known four guys that are, I don't even know their names because yeah. they haven't done shit. Yeah. They've done nothing in the major leagues. You R- talked about this uh, the last episode, yeah. right? This Rain- Yelich guy who got traded for a bunch of no-namers. Yeah, yeah. Ra- Raining and NL and, and, yeah. and he's probably getting the, he's on pace for uh, MVP again. So then, then next up, you got Giancarlo Stanton. Which, I'm okay with he's that. He's a monster, they, isn't he? Because they dumped his salary. Okay, I get that, but... An absolute monster who used to bring people to the ballpark, right? Yeah, but he doesn't bring a lot of wins. Doesn't bring a lot of wins, but he hits a lot of home runs. What, does he, he strike puts, out a bunch? Like, what's his problem? No, he doesn't really. He's actually hurt right now for the Yankees. Mm. He's a big-time player. I mean, there's no way yeah. around it. I, I, think, I knew he was always on, like, 
the yeah. big names that were looking at big contracts every year for yeah. the last couple of years. I mean, then you got um, then you got Ozuna for the Cardinals. Ozuna, yeah, he was uh, an All Star. Yeah. say two years before ago. Before we get too far away from Mattingly, I yeah. just want to point out that he has one of the all time most powerful mustaches. Oh, he really of all does. time. He re- He's like fantastic. that thing was a culture driver. Yeah, so almost as good as uh, our, the Aaron Garza. Uh, mustache <laughs> from his, from yeah. his days in Independence. Check ball. it out, backdoor cover. There yeah. you go. You're God, he was burning there's down. A, there's Perry. also there's yeah. also a legendary story about Donnie Baseball. Yeah, go for it. Drinking forty eight beers in a cross country flight <laughs> oh, from really? New York to L A. This kind of sounds like a Andre, Andre the Giant, Giant almost exactly. We talk about story. Andre the Giant a lot. Oh, yeah. I thought this was a Philadelphia player who did this. This is the, oh. the forty eight beers on a cross country flight. I thought it was Donnie Baseball. Oh, I don't know shit. So go don't on, listen Garza. to me. Well, that, I mean, that's what it is. Oh, like, he just, he drank 40. He drank two, two cases of beer. So oh, yeah, that's pretty impressive. I mean, that's fucking, that's yeah, pretty. that's impressive. In elevation, that's really good. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's very impressive. And uh, next on the list, you have, I, I, sorry, sorry go ahead. to hop in here. Yeah. I believe you're referring to Wade Boggs. That's Wade right. Boggs! Wade Boggs, okay, okay, it was Wade Boggs, sorry. Both, both guys played for the Yankees. I think they won yeah. the world championship. And both guys yeah. have mustaches. Yeah. Yeah. Both guys have yes. awesome mustaches. Maybe they drank like 99 or whatever. Thank you, Mike. But I knew that you were close. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it was a mustache. It was an Okay, hold on. Yeah. Wade Boggs drank 107 beers, it says here. In a, in day. a day. Well, yeah, wow. I can see that. And he also has a power stash. Yeah. Well, I see has, why you got confused. And he has two episodes of Always Sunny built That's around his That's why I knew. His, his it's because of Wade. Wade's a cool name. The other two players we have that the Marlins could have had, D. Gordon, Speedster. Oh, um, and I love this and one. And then the last one, Chris Paddock. I touched on him last week. One yeah. of the top rookies in the league for the Padres, Chris Paddock. Tell us who he was traded for. He is just... Wait, th- that guy, okay, I, again, I don't know much about baseball. Yeah. I don't keep up with this, but I know that there's a dude named Paddock who plays for the Padres who is fucking sick. sick. He's unbelievable. a rookie. Unbelievable. He fucking throws gas. Sick. The, the Marlins had that guy? And they, they traded him for... In the for- farm system, and they traded him for a 35-year-old Fernando Rodney... What? Who <laughs> yeah. posted a 598 ERA as That's their closer. Close. The year they were that. Derek Jeter. They're fucking trash. <laughs> Derek Jeter thinking about gift basket. Micah, that's this whole whole like the Marlins are trash. Absolutely. They trash. had Paddock, who is I I talked about him last week. Yeah. You watch anything about but he's just fucking slicing and dicing. Yeah. Trade him for Fernando Rodney. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Nice trade. Yeah. So Jeter. that so these, then these that, are some nut crushing moments here. Yeah, yeah, so then that leads us into um talking about last week while I wasn't here, Garza they talked about the power five um Teams, top five five teams in Major League Baseball. We're going to run through quickly the worst five teams in baseball. You got to, you need balance. You You need balance. Uh, Stinks, you know, the the stink list. I don't know. The stinkiest? The stinkiest teams in baseball. I don't know how else you can put it. We'll think on that. We'll work on marketing. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll shop. I'll think on your branding. So at number five, you have the Toronto Blue Jays. So Toronto Blue Jays, funny, you know, it wasn't, it was not too long ago when they were in the, uh, in the World Series. No, they they got they no, were in the ALCS, um, but you know what? They got Vladdy. Yeah, Vlad four Jr. bombs last week. Yeah, he's he's starting to come into his own. Yeah, um, he's good. They got Stroman, that pitcher. They got, they yeah, got they, they, got, they have some things. They just need to work. And they got rid them. of some of the older guys that were on the team. Oh. Joey Bats and um, Donaldson's gone, and a couple of the older guys that are Joey on the team. Joey Bats is a tight name. Yeah, um, that tight beard too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then number four, the Detroit Tigers. Not a whole lot of good things to say about Detroit's aging aging team. They're paying an inordinate amount of money to Miguel Cabrera, who is blaming the rest of of his team for the reason why he's not hitting. He said the guys behind him aren't doing their job. That's why he's not hitting. How long is he into his contract? Uh, it's like, like halfway he, or a yeah, quarter. He has like he has like four years yeah, left. Had, four oh, I just got that you were going to say a like, decade. Yeah, it's like That's four good. years getting paid like a hundred million a week is essentially <laughs> what that fucking contract is. It's outrageous. Uh, then we got the number three worst team in baseball, the Kansas City Royals. Really? Who again, Which hurts, you know, because I love watching hurt. them play. Yeah, those they, boys hit poles, y- man. Yeah, and you know what? They kind of feel like they were one of those teams similar-ish to the Astros. Yeah. Uh, the Astros have been playing right now. They put the ball in play. They got a lot of guys who are quick, who grind, mm-hmm. so make good, good infield. They had a lot of good young talent. And yeah, the, the Royals, it's, it's very disappointing. They lost some of their pitching. And they, they they lost a couple of the infield players, but yeah, disappointing. They the did seem the to be on gone. the same trend as the Astros there for a while, yeah, though, because like they both hit the they, bottom they at the years. same time. Didn't they, they both to, hit. Did they go to back to back World Series? Yeah, but yeah. before that, they were both the worst teams in the league. Remember? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, it's funny. The Astros held, hold on, and and Casey's so, down. So Miguel Cabrera signed a uh, eight year deal 
in 2016 Jesus for $248 Christ. million. Oh, dollars. For <laughs> he's owed he's thir- five he's, years left. He's owed $31 million this year. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's that <laughs> tells you all you need to know about Detroit. Paid, he's, in Detroit? he's in Detroit. 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 Yeah, you could Tigers. buy a fucking mansion for like forty five grand there too. Yeah, yeah, you could also not buy a mansion there and just buy one in, in L A. Well, he got, you know, he got his, his second. I think it was his second DUI uh, a few years ago. I heard they've got good craft beer there. And and he's on he's on camera. Uh, the cop pulls him over, and you know he says, you know what, the reason I pulled you over, blah blah blah, and Cabrera looks at him. Holding a full Jack Daniels bottle, oh, God takes a pull mm. and just says, "You don't know my problems," <laughs> and then got arrested with the jail. I like that kind of swag. Though. Yeah, if you're gonna go out, you might as well go out blazing. I okay. guess so. So then at number two, the second worst team in baseball, we got the AL East, Baltimore yeah, buddy. Orioles, Baltimore. Who hit it again, Micah? Thank you. Who are on pace? Hold on, home run update. Home run update. Uh-huh, yeah, the work more. The ball. They're on pace to smash the most home runs given up in a season record. As of right now, the last time you checked, they were playing against the Yankees. The live home run numbers were they'd given up 98. 98 That's home live. runs Hold in on. the season. I, I, I touched on it last week. I was just about to say. Okay, so last week when we did the podcast. Yeah. They'd given up 89 home runs. Oh, wow. Where are they at now? As of today, they're at 98. 98. See, man, if you go to a game, you're getting three jacks yeah, it's a un- game. It's un- that's a good view- yeah, it's that's, unbelievable. That's a good viewership experience. And the number, they're on pace to hit like over 350, and the all-time record is only 260 given up. Yeah, yeah, they're on pace the to They're on 100. play to be like 100 home runs over hey, I think we need to put a pin in this. If they hit 300... We, we got to all just go. We need to do a track. Yeah. We got oh, to take, oh, oh, oh. take the podcast out to, to Baltimore. And I'll do, go to Camden Yards. Yeah, Camden Yards is a beautiful ball. Right. I've been they, they'll probably be giving times. away free tickets by that I'm time. In, okay, I'm into this. So we're going to track them. And as soon as they're getting close to the record, we're going. Yeah, we're going for it. Uh, we'll start a GoFundMe page like at, at $2.99. <laughs> It'll be great. Love it. And then the number one worst team in baseball, the team that we touched There's on already. There's a worse team than the Baltimore. I'll give you one guess. There is a worse team than Who were we just talking about? The Miami fucking Marlins. The Jeters. Michael, we need one that goes trash, 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 trash. This is our chance to bring on the trash horn. Yeah, we need the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, Call Michael the trash man. It's very unfortunate what's happening down there in Miami. But um, so I think bad. the less. Same with our soundboard. Yeah, the less, the less said about them, the better, to be honest. So then Garza, that leaves us with the most important and final segment of the night. And that is. Are you talking about the. Cow, 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 cow. That sound effects, baby. Sound effects. I was, I was live. Now that sound effects. But we have, we have a very special cow tonight, Peter. Yeah, very, very special cow. This. That's the trash horn. Hold off. Can you trash man? Can you pipe down? Cow, cow. Okay. Hey, trash can man. So, uh, yeah, very special cow this week. We had a cow nomination sent in by a, a listener, one of our our uh, devout listeners. This is a shout-out to Spencer Dennis from all that went to the Ohio State University. I'm actually going to be up in uh, Columbus this year. I go to a game every year. Y'all got to have a beer together. I think we might. Hey, shout-out to, to Spencer out to Dennis, hey, you friend buy of the show. Because he submitted the, uh, yeah, the cow. The, inaug- the inaugural cow submission. From Spencer Dennis, thank you. Yeah, the Ohio State University. I'll be up there probably for the Michigan State game, which is October 5th, in, in case he's listening. Uh, I'll be up in town for that game. But yeah, fantastic chain of the week nominee. The nominee is Derek Dietrich from the Cincinnati Reds. Mm. This guy is an all-time chain nominee. Oh, yeah. A great story that I was reading there during the Cincinnati Reds throwback game. Um Derek actually had teammates draw a handlebar mustache in eye black. With eye black, yeah. On his face. And this guy, the chain of the week is an absolute animal. This guy's shredded. It's a massive, yeah. massive. Yeah, look Ooh, at that picture. Yeah. That's absolutely fantastic. And, part, and no undershirt. No undershirt. Yeah, no undershirt. No buttons. Just letting it hang. My favorite part of the segment is immediately typing the guy's name in and looking at Google Images as soon as you tell me what his name is. Yeah. This just, dude shaves his chest bald. Oh, yeah. He's never been in a tanning bed in his life. He's pale as shit. He's got a fucking giant enormous chain. It looks like he's got like an eight-pound python around his neck, but it's check a gold chain. Out. Yeah. He's holding it down. So, yeah. So, check it out. Uh, it'll be on the uh, the at Titan High Instagram page. Yeah, we're getting our IG going today, finally. Yeah, IG will be going today. At, at tight and high. At that tight might be a high. scarf. 
Oh my god, that's it's amazing. such a big chain. It looks like a scarf. Uh, we'll be posting the previous uh, chains of the week, and uh, yeah, Derek Dietrich will be going up up later tonight. So we're open to all other submissions. Spencer Dennis, the inaugural. Yes, the thank you, again. Hey, Spencer. Thank you very much for submitting that. Man. That was cool. All right, that's it. That, that's all, that's we, got all we got for you. That's boys. the whole Titan High. That's we it. out. God damn that seven. We were ended on the cow. This is the best fucking baseball segment in America. Thank you, guys. I can't disagree with you. They bring their own notes. They bring their own cow. Cow. They write them in there. Like, it's handwritten. Like, this is this is shit's cow, not digital. Stuff. This shit is written in pen. You know what else is good stuff, Brad? What's that? The fucking Lisa mattress. I, I do. I agree totally. Brad and I both sleep on Sapira mattresses made by Lisa. And you can get yours at lisa.com slash BDC, like backdoor cover. Or use promo code BDC at checkout. Guess what? We've talked for months about how much we love our Lisa mattresses. Brad and I, of course, see, sleep on the uh, luxurious Sapira mattress. Now is the absolute best time to buy one, though. And I, this is not hyperbole, okay? If you go to lisa.com slash BDC, you can get a free, you get the mattress for 15% off, as always. And then you can also get two free pillows with your mattress. That's lisa.com slash BDC. Guys, we, we've talked about it way too much. You don't want to go buy a mattress in a mattress store. You don't want to go borrow your buddy's truck and go pick it up. You buy it on lisa.com slash BDC. It comes shipped to your house. You save 15% and you get two free pillows. Brad, tell them about the pillows. The pillows are dope. Micah said it 100 times. He meant it 100 times. Every time, he means it. That is the trash horn. You're not supposed to no, play that when we're talking about Thai shit. That's horn. Oh, it, I haven't done it. Oh, it's got dual meaning? Well, I don't have a trash horn yet. Oh, I thought anyway, it was trash horn. You should horn. get one of these mattresses, okay? The mattress is tight. And now, now is the time. You've been thinking about it. Do not hesitate. Go to lisa.com slash BDC and go get it. You know Lisa's a company with heart. They've donated more than 32,000 mattresses to charity. One in every 10 they sell. This is a real company. You want this mattress. Oh, Now's the time to do it. All right? That's Lisa. All right, Brad, guess what? What? It's time for uh, the newest segment. That people love, other than Titan High. Yeah, what is it? Oh, it's time for the butter oh, cut. Yeah, America's number one golf segment. There's nothing like a little filthy trap. To Brad, take let's you follow into, up on the PGA uh, Championship. Little, little PGA Championship. Brad and Peter the Irish guy, take it away. I'm still kind of stuck on this Derek Diedrich guy. <laughs> I'm telling you, you could look at those picks all night. This dude. I, oh, I he mean, gets after it. Look at that shirt off. He's the reason they made yeah. like that. He is the creation of the word savage. Like that, yeah, he acts really like is. complete savage. Anyhow, let's get on with it. Let's get into the yeah, butter PGA. cut. So, Pete. Yeah, we missed you last week. Yeah, um, Brooks Kepka. It was winner of the PGA. We we recapped this earlier this week. Mike and I did actually okay. earlier this week, as in yesterday. Yeah. So. We're we're idiots though. We want to know what your opinion is. How did you feel about it? Like, did you have any thoughts? Like. Yeah, I watched. I watched. I watched basically all of it uh, Thursday and Friday. Um, it was. I think it was pretty much everything you expected. To be honest with you. So Thursday and Friday is when Brooks was just mopping the floor of people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, him. I think going into the week, everyone expected him and DJ to be a cut above the rest. They right. Hit, they hit it longer and straighter than anyone else. Is ever. there any truth to the fact that you can hit it out of the rough better if you're a meathead? A hundred percent. That's true. Absolute fact. Really? It's, it's strength. All it is is strength. Hitting it out of the rough, you need to be strong. So like you, I don't know if you saw um, Kevin Kistner, who's become a fan favorite really, really quickly. Uh, he's one of my favorites. Homeboy can putt. Yeah, homeboy can putt. He's from Palmetto Golf Club, which I've played tons. In Georgia or what? In, in South Carolina. South Carolina. I've played I just a, knew he was South. I played it a bunch of times in, in college. USC Aiken plays there in college. We used to, USC Aiken was a big rival of ours yeah. in college. We used to play in their, in their tournament, which they hosted at Palmetto Country Club every year. And so know the course well. Uh, he's from there. He's, he's just funny, very likable. Just your average kind of guy who drinks beers. And so Kiz, your golf. boy. So Kiz is my boy. Okay. And, and Kiz, I think if Kisner, if Kisner had the ability to not show up to that event, yeah. he would have skipped it. Why? Because, I mean, he was what? He was 14 over after two rounds. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't hit it far enough. And it's that simple. You had to hit it far. You had to match. You had to hit it high. Yeah. And you had to, you had to hit it long. And, and he just couldn't do it. So, so guys like him were taken out of the equation. 
um, with you know guys like him, Gray McDowell. Gray McDowell actually had a good showing. To be fair, for for someone who doesn't hit it very long, he looks too stuffy, man. Like his shirt's too tight, or like he buttons who, it up too high. Uh, the McDowell, McDowell, yeah, yeah I, he just I, looks like he's got a spoon up his ass sometimes. Really? That's all. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm, they, no, that's that, not a that's diss. fine. No, that's fine. He yeah, just I mean, looks you a little bit him. like. Uh, no, no, that's not hate. That's okay. just an observation that he looks a little tight, a little little wound. Well, he's actually not. I've actually been. Yeah. Actually, I've actually hung out with him at. The dog he does have in an, Austin, an accent, Texas. so I figure you might know. And him. he was actually kicked. He was actually cut off yeah. by one of the bartenders at the Dogwood here in, in Austin, Texas. This you is see? typical behavior from someone who's wound too tight. They get yeah. fucking lit oh, okay. up when I, they get a chance. I like that. I see that. Yeah. yeah. So no, yeah, I think I think in terms of the first couple of days, it was everything we expected. You expected Tiger to go out and do what he did. You can't you can't take five weeks off and show up to a major championship and just expect. To things to go your way. So I read to, your text messages and yeah. it was like verbatim, Tiger's rusty, yeah, not going to make it. No, you can't. You, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. an MC all week. That's what was going to happen. And especially when Brooks was doing what he was doing. Yeah. Do you think Tiger wanted to grind his hole off yeah. for a T44th and tire himself out? No. Nah. You, you want to, you either going to MC or you want to be in, in the hunt come Sunday. Wait, so, can I, can I interrupt for a minute? Please yeah, do. Peter, you were at the uh, Austin uh, match play event. Yes, I was. Yep. Tiger lost in the round of eight in the quarters. Yeah, to uh, uh, Ber- Lucas Beregard, yeah. who's I a can't fun- say that name. And Lucas Beregard, fantastic. Bad boy, I think he yeah. made fantastic back to back bogeys and lost. He was yeah. Up- he he missed he missed a short yeah he missed a short. He missed like a four footer on eighteen to take take the match down. Yes. Mike is convinced he did that on purpose. You I'm think convinced that? he did this on purpose. No, he, he not in a match. No, 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 not in match play he like did, that. He just didn't want to go play another forty eight. You know what? Thirty six. I don't hate Sunday. that take though. I really don't hate that take. And I can like I don't think he misses that on purpose. But I can see how that actually he he achieved what he wanted out of the tournament. He beat Rory. Yeah, he the beat only Rory thing that straight up. Beat Rory straight up. And this was what three weeks before the Masters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two weeks, something yeah. like that. And yeah, I actually, I don't and hate he that He had take. his game together. He was playing well. He yeah. beat Rory straight up. Yeah. And then he said, I, you know I'm, what? I'm, I'm out of here. I'm 40, how, 44. I don't want to play. I'm 43. I don't want to play 36 holes on Sunday to win a tournament I don't give a shit about. Yeah, Micah, no, I really don't hate that take. I think... That's a hot take from three months ago, <laughs> but just want to share that with everybody. But, that's a trash take. But that, I mean, that, that tournament, you have to, if you want to win it, you got to play seven rounds. He doesn't need to be playing seven rounds. That's what it comes down to. So yeah, I don't hate that. I can see that. But um, yeah, he got back on his on his yacht. He calls privacy. Um, so uh, yeah, he got back in the yacht and they, hey, Gars, they, If you had as much money as Tiger Woods, what would you name your yacht? Elgars. <laughs> yeah, he'd call it the Air Hogs. <laughs> no, strictly, I'd name it after myself. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Here, here, I, could, uh, I, I saw here, that one coming. Here's a hot take for you. Yeah. Okay. Who's more jacked, me or Kepka? He wants to know. This was a question. I'm last pretty week. sure Kepka's got you, dude. I'm not no. trying to hurt your feelings. Like, Garth is going to get suicidal. I don't, I don't want to see No, that. I don't think so. I think you don't think so? No, no. Look, see, look at that. Garza definitely have bigger, bigger so, arms. Than so Garza used he to be more committed. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You used to be committed and you'd shave your arms, but now you're out and now Kepka's got you. No, 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 no. I, I, I disagree with that. You do? Yeah, have you I, seen Kepka in person recently? No, he's big. I get he's big. He doesn't have arms that size. You don't think so? No, no chance. Yeah, you couldn't swing a golf club with those tree trunk arms. Have you ever seen me swing a golf club? Exactly. I have. It's, exactly. it's beautiful. No. Or not. No. Not beautiful. No, it's not. Because he never has swung one. It's trash. Okay. So the PGA Championship. Yeah. We've burned that one to the ground. Let's move on to the next one. Oh, quit being a fucking pussy, Brad. I'm advancing the conversation. Talk about the golf tournament. Go ahead. Yes. This week's golf tournament. Would you like that? Yeah, go for it. Micah, call me a pussy. He's drank too much wine. Look out for Micah. This week, the PGA Tour. Yeah, we got the Colonial. We're headed to uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah. Have you played the Colonial? No, never played the Colonial. I can't believe that. Yeah, it's one of those places. Actually, a good friend of mine was telling me he just played it the other day. Um, we were talking the other day, and he yeah. was telling me how he had played it with his dad, and he had said it, you know, it's steeped in tradition. Yeah. We know there's a lot of great players have won there. I think the, the thing that's upsetting, it upsets me about the, the three events that are in Texas, right? We have the Colonial, you have the AT&T Byron Nelson, right. and you have the San Antonio event. They all fucking stink. Really? And there's no, there's no two ways well, around Well, then sometimes it. they got the shell, and sometimes they got the Dell. Oh, sorry, they have the shell. Well, they, they didn't have the shell this year. Right, it's not a staple. Yeah, though. it's right. not a staple. Thank God we have the match play in a World Golf Championship because the rest of the events in Texas, they have gone 
they've gone south and gone south quickly. Because the first one, the, the Byron Nelson's like right before the other, like ma- the Masters, right? Like yeah. it's and it also it also used to be great, but it's shitty now. So yeah, they, okay. I, I'm great. sorry, I'm going to interrupt. Yeah, interrupt. You've seen the mommies there. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares if there's not professional players there? There's a lot of talent at that golf tournament. My boy Bobby Light was playing. It's pretty tight. Who's Bobby Light? You have a good time there? Oh. Is he a baseball player? No, he's a golfer. Texas, you are Texas friends? State. I'm pretty, sure oh, he's, pretty sure he's a baseball player. No, his name's Bobby Light. Guns up, baby. And boy, he said, he said, boys, isn't something about five o'clock that makes you want to get a cocktail in your hands? <laughs> and then he would just shoot lights out. He played in the Byron Nelson. He sounds like he got suspended quick from uh, the, the tour. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that was his Bobby name. Light's that a pretty tight name. The, the PGA, the PGA Tour keep those suspensions, though, in-house. You know, they know all the pro golfers are private contractors. So this, the Colonial is not well-respected? No, no not anymore. It's been around since 1946. Yeah, it's been around a long time, not respected anymore. Unfortunately for all the Texas events, they so all So they've stink. got a, like a really talented stack field this week. Considering okay, who's ha- playing? Tell me who's playing. Let, let me go through my little list here, because my brother. Because if Tiger's not playing... A tiger's not. Right. We if, got Justin Rose, John Rom, Jordan Spieth, Ricky Fowler, Frankie Molinari, Xander Shoffley, Tony Fino, Bryce okay, DeChambeau, Okay, I can get Paul on board. Casey, I can get on board with that. As long as goes on. Listen, as long as Jordan Spieth's playing in these events... Some bitch is putting right now. Yeah, I can get on board and with that. he's a Texas guy. He's a Dallas guy. Is that cheap bitch Kuchar playing that? <laughs> I didn't see him listed. Good. And he would have been among the top ones. Nobody so wants now. to see him. Fuck that uh, guy. Micah knows how much that... Rubs me the wrong way, but Mike, anyway. we, should we just start just trashing? Wait, no, Micah trashes Kuchar. You don't. You like Kuchar, I love right? Kuchar. I'm with Kuchar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does, he doesn't hit by golf shots. He's as a golfer. Yeah, we're not love this discussion. Anyway. I'm sorry. All right, I, I'm derailing and I think Skechers shoes I'm look der- very comfortable. I'm totally derailing the Buttercup. You're the oldest, the oldest man in the world. Who is you? You just want to wear Skechers <laughs> and drink wine out of a out of a pint yeah, glass? Stiff my caddy and like I'm I'm in. Let's go. Right, you and Kuch can go straight to hell. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate your uh, your vote of confidence there. So, yeah, we just covered it. You never played the Colonial. We'll have to no. play it soon. No, we'd love to. So, so going into storylines for the week. Yeah, we're coming off of of the PGA Championship. Kepka curb stomped the entire field. Uh, in Dallas, we've got AM thunderstorms forecast for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday are gonna be hot as shit. Ninety. Here's the here's the listen. Here's the main thing I think to get this week. I think it's Jordan Speed. Yeah, I think Jordan Speed is going to be the fan favorite. He's turned. He's his form is back. Mm. He's turned himself around. It was great to have him kind of in the mix again. Yes, at a major championship. That's going to be the big storyline because listen, he's going to win and he's going to win here soon. If I was betting on things, I would be betting on Speed to win every single event. that he's in in the foreseeable future because he's going to break the curse. He's going to break his little duck. Here, right. Very he's been irrelevant for the last maybe six months. Absolutely. And the problem is he hasn't been putting because, no. like, that's his strength that's of his game. 100%. It's and he showcased a fucking putting clinic in the last tournament. So, yeah. like, he's he's ripe to go off and yeah. he's going home. And, yeah. like, this is it right here. Like, this yeah. is prime this fucking is picking right and here. And Colonial's a perfect course for him to win on as well. It's not long. It doesn't need to be long. It's He needs a lot of strategy. Mm-hmm. You've, it's not it's not just stand up and bash driver everywhere. The course is kind of short. A lot of strategy involved. And yeah, he's like got to make some ports. you got to make some puts. So... We got Bryson DeChambeau in the field. Did you hear all the bullshit he said about uh, Beth Page? About the oh, course yeah. setup and all this? I, I saw that. You know what? I actually, I don't disagree with him. No, I don't either. No, I kind of, but but here here's the thing. But his delivery is is suspect. Yeah, you said, but, but here's the other thing. I don't think there's anything, like, so what he said, basically, Garza, what he said was... Oh, you guys still yeah, talking I'm about talking golf? Yeah, I'm going to talk to you, yeah. I was Garza's testing. finger up yeah. his butt. So, basically, what DeChambeau said about the PGA was the course is way too long, and it only it's only a small number of people ripped guys like you who have massive arms and who can hit the ball really, Does really far. Is Bryson DeChambeau ever not bitching about something? No, he's always bitching about only something. Only if he's winning. If he's winning, well, he's going to shut That's what he was bitching up. about. He's that, fucking that trash. Only the guys who hit it really far can win. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. Hey, hang on. Okay. Here's what I think about him. He's trash. So I, but this he, fucking podcast. you know, I, not, not that I don't disagree with him, but I don't think there's anything wrong with having a, a major championship at a golf course where yeah. only the guys with giant arms can win. That shows you're an athlete. Shows you can hit far. I mean, I've always been told you swing your golf club with the arms. <laughs> yes, that's that's you know whoever told you that was very very smart. <laughs> that's why I'm so good that's at golf. What exactly what so, you do. Yeah. So <laughs> going on with with yeah. Shambo, the last three times he showed up at uh, the Colonial, he's gone miscut, miscut, and tied forty second. So he hasn't had a a very good track yeah, record. Maybe he doesn't like the golf course. Uh, chances are good that he's going to be a little poopy pants crybaby bitch yeah. after the end of this I tournament. 
We've got Ricky Fowler. Ricky's playing? Yeah. Love it. Tightest Love. hair in the fucking game right oh, now. He's got mad flow wait, right now. I just wait, see does that. he have a mullet? Yeah, but it's what? like, it's, it's, it's dude, they keep calling it a mullet, but it's like a Mad Max, like. It's tight. It's like a super futuristic, okay. like side shaved, like it. flow in the back. Yeah. It, yep. it it goes like yep. it, it, it's the I make I'm millions. Yeah, of dollars listen. Every every week, Ricky sport. has a chance. He's the, one of the best putters out there. If he can hit, it, if he can keep the sevens and eights off his guard, yeah. which he fucking throws in every fucking <laughs> right, you know, three or four holes, he'll be in the contention. So we got Rom. Missed the cut of PGA Championship. Yeah, that was surprising to me. Me too. That was something. That was Shot a course. Yeah, Friday. that was a course that I think you would have thought he would have been a beast him, on, right? Because he hits a tight little draw. He hits it really, really far, and he's a good putter. Kind of surprised me. I can see him doing well. He's this thick week. with two C's too. Like he could get right through that rough, no problem. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The last guy I wanted to touch on. I don't yeah. know if you saw this or if you remember this from last year. Kevin Na. Did you see any of this stuff? So the, he opened with a sixty-two on Thursday okay. and he closed Sunday with a 61 course record tying 61 unfortunately shot over par the two middle rounds and he, he didn't ended, win he finished uh, fourth Jesus but, he, wait hang on a second he shot 62 <laughs> and yeah. he shot 61 and he didn't fucking win is so, that the first time ever that's happened it must be it's gotta it be close must be. so there's there's like a famous video from that uh, tournament though where he's he's in the lead he's yeah. like 7 under or something like that and he's like way he like had blasted his driver way offline. He needs to hit like a 40 yard, like basically slice. They're calling it a cut, but that's okay. very, that, that's a 40 yard slice. Yeah. He needed to fucking curve this bitch. There's water around every piece of this green. And his caddy's like, do not do this. <laughs> do not do this. And, and like, he's kind of like sassing him. And he's just like, shut up. Give me the golf it's club. Amazing, and do what, dude. do what you're supposed to do as a caddy and just carry my fucking club. It goes on for like a minute. And yeah. by the end of it, they're dog cussing each other and shit. And it's yeah. great. Uh, he ends up whacking it way with the fucking green and it bounces off of like a Oh, and I, man, he, he drops chips it, in. Chips yeah, in. And he's yeah, like, yeah, I've seen that video. He's like, I told you that's how it goes. And the guy was like, <laughs> yeah. you're right, Kevin. When yeah. you chip it in, you are right. <laughs> you're right, Kevin. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I, I, I've seen that video. So yeah, yeah uh, just a quick note. Homeboy yeah. hit course record last that's year. That's incredible. I would, get, I would venture a guess that that is the first time anyone has <laughs> shot 62 and 61 in a four-day tournament and not one. So uh, the PGA... Tour vault or whatever they posted something to DJ like holing one out where it didn't touch any piece of the green, just landed straight up in the hole. Yeah, I cannot find record of this shit. I don't know that he ever played in the Charles Schwab, but I'll have to post that video because it was sick. Cool, like Love it. anytime, wet. yeah, anytime anyone slam dunks one like that, like it's it always, didn't even it's touch like to a, a, even like a piece of the cup. Yeah, and that, friends, is the Buttercut Podcast. Wow. Yeah, let me, that's what I'm talking about. Let me about. get that filthy trap, dog. Mm. Oh. Oh. Uh, 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 hit it. Hit it. What? Wow. What? what? Well, what? That was that was a great buttercut. The uh, official PGA Championship hey, recap. Hey, Micah, how many minutes is this motherfucker right now? We're over, We're over an hour now. Thank, yeah. Shit is lit. Guess what? It's a good thing because we've got a hotline call. Oh boy, let's keep on rolling. Guess what? This isn't really a hotline call about uh about sports at all. Good. This is a hotline call. Life of, advice. About my uh, tooth getting knocked out. Oh wow! In a karaoke accident, which uh, how the you, fuck is this guy? You smile yeah, how's it? How's the hot take already? Yeah, I look like a fucking hockey player. Yeah, Somebody yeah. called in. Like I, I talked about it on uh, the Mind of Micah feed on an episode of How Was Your Weekend with Boosh and Friends. Okay, and some I, I said call the hotline, tell us your story, and here's the story. Everybody's got headphones except for uh, Pete, but here we go. Hey Micah, I was just listening to your story about chipping your tooth doing karaoke and uh, I just wanted to, to share with you that 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 has happened to me as well um, I wasn't drunk I was 12 <laughs> but you know Fucking don't loser. feel bad you're not the only person <laughs> this has ever happened to your mic's live guys and I want to thank you because now I feel less bad you know nearly 20 years after the fact that it's not the only that I'm not the only person that it's ever happened to. So I just wanted to say thank you and also to provide some small amount of comfort. Okay. I, I, right. should, I, I think that makes you feel worse. It doesn't enough. provide you That's with comfort. Awesome. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for I taking the high road and saying, <laughs> wait, oh, wait, yeah, wait. You weren't drunk, huh? You're such a bad boy. Guess what? I was at karaoke on a Saturday night. Of course were I was Were you at Egos? No, we were in a private room. Wait, and, wait, wait, wait. Wait, was he singing karaoke when he was 12? 
when he did this? I lost my train of thought that when Garza know. started heckling him. I don't know what uh, happened well, I mean, to this. That's, he must have been. That's what he I don't said. know what happened to this turd, but fuck that guy. Hey, I mean, Micah. I appreciate, I appreciate your call. Awesome. I appreciate your call. Yeah, but we do and appreciate we, the call. We call appreciate him. all the calls. Call uh, friend, lots of friends of the show out He's going to call you a turd and then tell you some shit like that. Hey, Micah. 392-6344. Let me tell you something. Yeah. One time, me and Garz, we flew to uh, San Francisco. This must have been about 2012. Are you calling me trash? No. Oh, you're hyping me. That's a hype. I point. can never fucking get it right. So me and Gars, we fly out to uh, San Francisco, and our buddy lives out there. For, and we're going out there for this event called Bay to Breakers. Oh, Bay to Breakers. So great. And we don't know what we're getting into, right? Sounds lit though. It, lit so what the fuck. deal is is like it's 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 a parade where you started about like six a.m. It's a party so parade, basically. It's a party parade. Everybody dresses up. It's lit as fuck. And the deal is. If it's at 6 a.m. when it starts, that means you got to start drinking at about 9 p.m. to get ready for it. So it's one of those all-nighters into the day, Play into through. the night type of deal. Sounds like my kind of event. Oh, yeah. Peter, it, you'd love it. It was quite lit. Uh, Garza and I went on about a 72-hour bender with a couple hours sleep here and there. Mm. We get home. We order at Eastside Pies. I take one swig of wine. I'm about to vomit because I'm so hungover. I take a bite of piece of pizza. A piece of hot bread shatters my front tooth in half. Oh. And I just like you. Oh, Lord. And I will tell you this, Micah. Sounds I will tell terrible. you this right now. I was drinking. And I, that is exactly well, why my you. teeth shattered. I thought you were going to go more into the beta breakers. Well, things got That's, that's for another night. Another, another time. Another night. Garza was walking around. So we dressed as in full body shark costumes. And oh, there's yeah. 400 fucking idiots out there dressed as sharks. This is pre okay, Katy Perry left shark. No, no, right? no, no, this no, was no, no. 2012. This is, I don't know. You mean the Super Bowl shark? This is, pre, I this is I predates that. Yeah, yeah. It's probably 2013. Wow, okay. Yeah, Katie, Katie was thinking of us when she did that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's quite a story. And if anybody else has injured themselves doing karaoke, or know, dressing like a shark, don't call in because we don't care. <laughs> Mike, Michael, just like we don't care about Micah you. hurting his fucking tooth doing karaoke. 800 392 uh, that's pretty much all I got other than following the squad at backdoor cover podcast on Instagram. And of course at tight and high tight and high boys setting the IG up tonight, baby. That Graham is Come going holla. live tonight. And guess what? Uh, if you've, if you've listened to this entire podcast, I am about to press publish on the entire Gilbert arenas, uh, video roasting <laughs> swaggy P it's amazing on backdoor cover podcast. Mike has got the hiccups. You know, we did it right. This uh, this box wine has got me. <laughs> it's got me some kind of way. Shouts to our friends at Lisa. As you know, I, we talk about them every week, but this is serious now. If you want the best deal on a Lisa, if you've been holding out for a best deal this year, now is the time. Lisa.com slash BDC. You know that Memorial Day sales. Get that Memorial Day seal. I don't know. Hot. I don't know if they have any other sales ever coming again. Uh, Not Peter, where can the people follow you on the socials? At Peter the Irish guy. Keep those cow uh, nominations coming in. Cow. Uh, for those who are American, cow. that's cow. cow. He said cow. 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 C-O-W. Chain of week. Cow. Chain of the week. We want all your submissions. Cow. The only, the only rule is cow. no silver weak cow. ass chains. <laughs> Thicker the better. That's said right. Brad, all right, well, that's that's, enough. that's uh, enough. We're back later this week. Check out Mind of Micah. That's it. That's all. This is Burn Production of MWBK Creative and Sales. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.